0: Well, oh, boys, I've been whiteboarding some business ideas. Can I run them past you, please? please. I, I feel like this is a shark tank type thing. Yeah, I'm you know, presenting business ideas to to two uh, professional folks. Do I get to be the Mark Cuban here?
1: Yeah, of course. Yeah, cool. I've think, I think right, got like the notepad, and I'm like nodding sagely. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And who are you? Uh,
2: the Cuban sandwich. <laughs> the Cuban sandwich. Oh, I didn't know that was one of the investors. Yeah, yeah. That well the Cuban sandwich has done very well for itself the last decade. You're right.
0: If you impress the Cuban sandwich, you really you
2: really made it. Right? Yeah,
0: I can imagine what it sounds like. That's, that's just a, just a, like a mouthful of mayo or something like it's, that. It's, mayo and pickles. It's mustard and pickles. Oh, mustard and pickles. Oh fuck. See? Mhm. Oh boy, oh boy! I'm batting a thousand already. All right. lay it on us here, shark. All right, my first idea is a combination of Buffalo Eats and Step Out Buffalo, called Eats Out Buffalo.
2: Mm. I mean, <laughs> it's gonna be popular with certain segments of the of the population.
0: Yeah, where like you're really you you come up with stories about food, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, not about not about how, how you perceive the food, but just about eating out. Yeah, exactly. What do you think?
1: You know, I think it has uh, I think it has some potential. Yeah. I think it has legs. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. All right. That's something you can really uh dive into. Is, well, how much would you like to pay me for this business idea to be a partner?
1: Ooh. <laughs> Probably uh more expensive <laughs> than I like, I'd imagine. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You know, it could be in kind
0: donations. Oh, oh, it doesn't that, have to be cash. Right. Oh, in that right. case. You know, if you've got something to offer for eats out buffalo.
1: Okay. That's, Okay. All right. All right. My
0: my second idea is this. Now this is very popular. I think on cable TV, a lot of people watch this kind of thing.
2: More uh, popular than eating out.
0: Yes, eats out Buffalo. Yes. Eats yeah, eats up. Wait. Oh well, eats out Buffalo. Eats out Buffalo. Two fat assholes haggling over shit. That's the name of my show.
2: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, uh, yeah. That's I mean, uh, you. You really distilled what Pawn Stars is about. Not just that; there are a
0: lot of shows like that. Now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there are many derivatives of Pawn Stars.
2: Right. It's uh, and it's it's always like some misaffected like wasp. Yeah. And then th- the rube that they think they're trying to take advantage of, who definitely always gets the better end of them. Yeah, for sure.
1: This tangentially reminds me of one of my one of my favorite things. Whenever you know the rare times that I'm looking at network television, if you go to TLC, what w- used to be educational programming, and now it's just absolute trash reality television shows but one that always jumps out at me you know we've all heard of my 600 pound life yeah but now now they have a show called the thousand pound sisters now if you think thousand pound sisters what do you think that's
2: over a ton of sisters i i I think that they'd be probably pretty into eats out buffalo content
1: they might be into eats out buffalo content to me i think thousand pound sisters average weight of 500 pounds you know that like i wouldn't i i you're already a thousand pounds. I'm going to think each of you is 500 pounds. No, one sister is 650 pounds. Oh, the other is 350 pounds. Now I don't know about oh, you. So total, they're they're a
0: thousand. Total, they're oh, a thousand. Okay.
1: Now listen, 350. You know that's. I mean, hey, you could probably play on the O line for the Bills, but I would also not want to be on a show called Thousand Pound Sisters <laughs> if I was 350 pounds. I would feel like, wait a minute,
2: yeah.
1: I'm big. I'm not. Please don't put 1,000 and weight and me together at that point. I mean,
2: you you say that, but I don't know. Maybe they're aspirational. Do you,
1: do
0: you think we together are 1,000 pounds? I don't think we hit 1,000 no, pounds. I, I no, don't, I don't think no the, way. the no. three of us. No, no. no. The,
2: no the, the three of us. We're, if, if we're we over were, 600. Yeah. We're definitely over 600. But, yeah, but if we were holding all the podcast equipment, we wouldn't hit <laughs> a 1,000 pounds. A <laughs> 1,000-pound right. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's another idea. Jackpot.
0: Oh, we're we're mining for gold here this morning. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, we we need to, we need to draft like
2: two more people to be the 1000 pound podcast,
0: but what, what are the, some things that we can haggle over if we were the two fat assholes? Uh Ooh, um the price of that grain elevator maybe.
2: The, yeah, the price of the grain uh, Oh, the 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 Bill Stadium lease. The Bill
0: Stadium right. lease. Uh, That'd be a very interesting Hour-long episode. Right.
2: I, I would like to show up the day after Fifty Cent Wings and try to haggle back down to Fifty Cent Wings the next day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's what the market is now. Right, well, Fifty Cent Wings.
0: Yeah, and one of my ideas, and this has happened to a person in my family. They've done this. They've gone to Applebee's and were there an hour before half-price apps, and wanted the half-price apps because they were. It was so close. Right. It was time. so. Yeah. Yeah and and they and they managed to get it
2: that's crazy probably, that's, pl-
0: probably got a lot of spit in their food right but
2: I, that's that's amazing I, I would like hey remember you know like thirteen years ago when you guys had all you could eat apps run yeah. that run that back for me right now <laughs> right now I demand I, it I got to do a little haggling yesterday. I bought a, a bookcase off of Facebook marketplace but yeah. it, it didn't really it wasn't much haggling They're like, hey, I want eighty dollars for this vintage bookcase I was like, would you take sixty and they said yes so the haggling went pretty quick Wow. People would like to see that though. Yeah. Yeah. For T V though, that we'd have to be like, uh, hmm, let me like, you know, I'd have to offer something ridiculous. I'd be like, well, I know you're asking eighty. Here is uh, two sticks of Clark's gum and eight dollars in Canadian. Would you take this? <laughs> and then like we have to go back and forth and eventually end up at the sixty dollars I paid the first time. This is amazing.
0: And you know what else you have to do if you have one of those shows? When when they're doing the ads, the promos for the show You got to stand back to back with your arms crossed. Yeah. Looking tough. Right. Tough,
2: but fat. Right. Yeah. At least one of us, if not both, has to be wearing a black T-shirt. That's right. Oh, yeah. I love it, boys. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Thousand Pound Podcast. I was going to say that.
1: Go ahead. It's gonna say that no, no, Jim, Try, Jim got over. it. No, that's right. Jim's. Jim owns it now. Welcome back to the thousand pound, <laughs> the thousand pound podcasters, <laughs> number one podcast of eats Up Buffalo. <laughs> no, we're back, guys. We're back in the square in the Snake Pit, doing Snake Pit stuff. Mm-hmm. We're doing, we're doing it. Yep. Yeah. We're
2: gonna, we're gonna talk about the
1: news. Talk about the news. It is Bill's game day for us. So yeah, you know, I always feel like. You get a little time capsule when you listen to these. And mm-hmm. the Bills games have
2: already happened. And so we're sitting here. It's like dramatic irony, Jim. I, I ran into a bunch of uh, Cincy fans last night. Went, I went to Irish Classical for to see the May. Then uh, Lucky Day for dinner. And there was a bunch of Bengals fans there. And then uh, went to House of Charm for a couple of drinks. And like. the pool table at House of Charm was dominated by like 10 Bengals fans. I was at Essex
1: last night. And there was a fair amount of um, Bengals fans or, or people dressed in, you know, Bengals attire. Obviously, right. the Bill's fans don't necessarily wear the Bill stuff um, out, but there were a fair amount of Bengals fans. And I went into the bathroom at Essex and I, I truly cannot tell because of how broken everybody's brains are around here. I couldn't tell who, what fan base would have wrote this. All right. So I go into the bathroom at Essex. I have a chalkboard as you may or may not know the Essex street pub. And I see Josh Allen has a foot bussy
0: what is it even supposed to mean? Like, I know what bussy is, but mm-hmm. I think it's pretty, I, I mean, is it a foot long? He has Josh it shaped a, like a foot.
1: Josh Allen has a foot bussy. I, I, you know, it's just like saying okay. the sky is blue. Right. Oh, it's just an unimpeachable truth. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I don't know which fan base would have wrote that. I don't I, know if a Bengals
2: probably fan. the one that got that
1: tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> could, could be. <laughs> so shout out to Josh Allen's foot bussy and shout out to you, the listener as we, uh, you know, we haven't watched the game yet, but you have. Anyway, Jim. Yep. Put the sports ball aside. All right, we're gonna yep. do the serious. We're not the sport. We love sports, but we're not the sports podcast. We're mm-hmm. the other stuff, right. right? Podcast. We're the we're the we're the county district
2: podcast. Well, the, the politics. The sports for unathletic people. Oh, I thought you always called it like the ugly persons uh, Hollywood. TV pageant. Hollywood. Yep. Hollywood. Uh, ugly persons Hollywood. It's also it's also sports for unathletic people. Um, we thought like, hey, we know the state got told that the maps were no good. The city, the maps were garbage. But the county seemed to have had their act together. Whoopsie doodle, that was not correct. Have you seen this, read this, this lawsuit that was brought? I've seen a little bit of it, Jim, not enough to say talk about it with any confidence. Okay, so according to the lawsuit that Republican Elections Commissioner Ralph Moore brought, um, they, right, they, they had to sue, and they need to redo the districts back to what they were, how they were drawn in 2011, because there's not enough time to do a full redistricting and the current maps are unusable. And by he means, he doesn't mean unusable and like, Oh, you know, the Republicans are going to lose more elections than they, then I would like them to lose. No, no. He means unusable. Like one of them extends to Antarctica. Uh, there are some people in the County who are in two districts and some people who are in no districts at all. There are, they, one of them the border is drawn it goes all the way out to like the Canadian side of Lake Erie uh, it's some uh, one of one of the borders goes into Cattaraugus county
0: so they took a map and shot it with a paintball gun is what it sounds
2: well, like. well, according to the article they they used two different softwares to do this. they used Maptitude, which I don't know but the one that looked at it was is Dave's redistricting, which is a tool that 538 uses. But it's designed to create or to draw up theoretical congressional maps, yeah, which run off of different rules than county maps. Is it the same Dave that runs the Christmas tree shop? Yes. yes. Okay. Uh, yep. And and Dave and Adam's Card World. Okay. Cool. Um, and Dave's Como Lounge out in Lancaster. These are the Daves I know. Right. Uh, so do, do they like use like the the Chat GPT, like the AI, to generate these maps? I don't. I don't know. I don't. And, 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 that's, <laughs> and nobody's responded to the lawsuit yet. Um, but it's, it, it's interesting that, you know, like, you know, I heard that le- at least one county legislator was like throwing shade at the common council because they're like, yeah, you know, at least we didn't have problems with our maps. Like the common council did. Whoopsie doodle. Oh no. So, so wh- did they just re- Redraw these recently? Is that yeah, they, they, it, 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 like redistricting happened yeah, for yeah, yeah. everybody? Right. Right. And right. They, the county's no different. Um, and they wanted to redraw the maps and you know, yeah. And they, they were definitely gerrymandered. Um, but the gerrymandering wasn't like Ralph Moore didn't sue and say, these are gerrymanders They did to get rid of, he sued and said, they're actually literally unusable. There are people who live in the County who based off of the, the latitude and longitude and like the, the lines that as they're drawn won't be in any dist- alleged district, but there'll be some people who will get to vote twice because they'll be in two alleged districts at the same time. And as we often say here at the square podcast, vote early and often. And I mean, like, and while I do think Antarctica is underrepresented in Erie County Legislature, uh, apparently we don't have the jurisdiction to include them in the maps. Um, but yeah, that's part of the lawsuit alleges. That, like, it looks like uh, latitude and longitudinal numbers were like transfixed, um, and so there the, 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 the was just a whole whole host of issues. Um, apparently, when the redistricting was when it uh, got to Poloncarz's desk, and he did a public hearing about it. Ralph Moore did show up and say, here's a list of issues with these maps. And Poloncar signed it into law anyways. That guy Poloncar is, I mean, mm-hmm. love him, hate him, call him Mark Hitler.
1: Um, you have to admit he's a county executive for now, for now, because, well, by God, there's a county executive race this year, isn't there, Jim? Wow. Well, there, I mean, there's a chance for one there to be one. He's on the ballot this year. Yes. And and the Republicans they you know they're most certainly going to put a candidate against uh you know
2: Mark it, Mark H. It is Pollan Cars. It is certainly new chairman Crocker's number 1 priority is to defeat Mark Pollan For he, sure. He, they're already referring it, referring to him as the far left county executive, which is obviously hysterical to anybody who is even moderately left
1: mark polon cars isn't just taking it from the right flank jim because i would say rumors except this person has put the rumors out himself right just he, like Fleetwood mac yes he, he dropped rumors you know and and it's a banger on par with uh with dreams or tusk mm-hmm. that's right we got a mother fucking nate watch wee-oo, 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 wee-oo. they watch because Nate McMurray... Sounds like there's going to be a primary. May primary. Mark Polen
0: cars,
2: but he's not sure yet. I mean, it's crazy. Like, and I saw some people saying that they thought, like, Nate would win. And I, I just don't see how he even has a, a chance. I think he gets obliterated. Well, he'll win our hearts. Well, he's already won those. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah we, Goes he, he already won the hearts of Eats Out Buffalo a long time ago. So... Nate McMurray has been intimating uh, listen i heard
1: I'd heard some rumblings you know that a certain Mr. McMurray might run for something I didn't know what, and much like you know your parents who love you too much when they get you a Christmas gift and they give it to you early, they just say i you know i I had to give it to you i i I hate to spoil surprises, but I want to see you happy. Nate McMurray could not keep this close to the vest, so he wanted to let us all know that he might be running for county executive with of course a twitter thread Mm -hmm. yes a twitter thread Uh, it was a 23 tweet long twitter thread Mm -hmm. about why he might want to run for county executive and do we think he'd be good enough to be county executive uh we also got an article shared by nate in the daily costs uh you know one of those old school liberalish bloggers throwback from you know 2004 or whatever but daily cost still putting out news and stuff where uh an article a familiar democrat may wage primary bid versus erie county executive over buffalo blizzard response which is hilarious by the way like we talk on the show all the time obviously byron brown beefed it on the Mm -hmm. blizzard response mark polon cars did pretty damn good on the Blizzard response. Right? Yeah,
2: we gave him our, the best grade that we handed out, and like you know, like he was attentive. He was clearly working a lot. He was very like he was communicating a lot with the public, both you know, was using social media and actually using traditional media. You know, like, like I don't know, like I, I looking back at it a little bit more, and, and the more we find out about the city, I almost want to like up Car's grade from like the B B plus we gave him to like an A minus B plus type of. Grade because we're seeing just how inept the city actually was and how much they hamstrung the county right so I mean the county did a pretty damn good job so for
1: Nate's mo here to be the county's response to the blizzard is what prompted him to run or want want to run for county executive again, he hasn't declared yeah. he hasn't said i'm a candidate he's you know he's playing coy right he's twirling his hair, he's batting his eyelashes mm-hmm. he's saying. Hey, big spender! Like what you see? Right.
2: I mean, look. I mean, to be fair, based off of last year's results, I want to play center field for the Chicago Cubs, but uh, I don't know that they're going to reach out and make it happen for me.
1: I don't know who the constituency is for Nate McMurray. I don't know.
2: Well, that's the thing is, like, I've seen people trying to say, like, oh, he'd get a coalition of like. Pro gun right like Democrats and but also like India Walton leftists and I was like well first of all if you think that India Walton leftists aren't also pro gun uh, there are there certainly is a faction on the on the far left that is pro gun but like like pro gun like Democrats like centrist Democrats like they're basically talking about like my parents who hate Nate McMurray and they lived in his congressional district and like they they begrudgingly voted for him because they're like, well, we can't vote for Chris Collins because he's an actual literal criminal. He's a felon. Right. Like, <laughs> but like we're going to, so we'll vote for Nate McMurray because we don't want to like be embarrassed. that Like, but like if it was literally any other Republican, we'd probably be voting for him, even though we tend to vote Democrat because like Nate is just so obnoxious. And, and, and it's, for somebody who is supposedly going to be able to pick up a lot of those like working class, like, like, Second, third-ring suburbs. He does talk often with an air where, like, he th- seems to come across as though he thinks he's better than other people. I know some GoFundMe donors that would vote for him in a second. Yeah, well, unfortunately, those GoFundMe donors lived in like fucking Rochester, so unless oh, they're all going to move oh, to Erie County, okay. that's that. That that's not going to help him out too much here. I mean, he can raise money. Wait, the county
0: line doesn't extend to Rochester. No, goes to Antarctica, but not to Rochester. Right?
2: Yeah, but it's it's a north-south type of runner, not an east-west runner. Okay. And you know, more Jim Brown than Barry Sanders. And you know what? And I and I know, I know, Nate. You may be
1: listening yourself. You might have friends that listen to tell you about when your name is mentioned somewhere. Prove us wrong. Prove us wrong. Run. You know what? Fucking run, dude. Nobody would be more ecstatic about not only Nate McMurray running for county executive, but God forbid, winning the Democratic primary.
2: Yeah, content dream. I mean, we you would know, be. No, no. no you, you, we, we, you think we'd be excited. If he won the Democratic primary, Michael Crocker would die because his election would be <laughs> so hard and last for so long that his heart would just give it up.
0: <laughs> so, so you're saying that's his version of the little blue pill. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah it's, okay. You.
2: Could you imagine? Wait, wait. So that's that's when when Michael Crocker goes onto the Hims website and he orders his pills. All they just in the special notes, he just puts Nate McMurray wins Democratic primary.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Is there any? Listen, I off the top of my head, I can't think of how this would happen. But just a thought experiment for me, gents. Imagine, if you will, we had a county executive race, the the general election. All right.
2: So Paul and cars wins. But could Nate McMurray be on another line? For the I general, mean, gym? I mean, he's not going to get the working families line because uh, it, it, whoever they endorsed Democrats going to get the working families line. And Poloncarz has probably earned that despite the fact that he's not left. Um, but he has, like last time, he explicitly said he would not take the conservative endorsement. He'd rather have the working families endorsement. Right. So he's kind of shown that he's willing to make that kind of personal political sacrifice because the conservative line is a lot of votes in Erie County. Right. And he's willing to, like, I don't need that. So I don't see that where Nate has the working families line. Let's see, he
1: does, let's see. Uh, let, well, but
2: no, but he. you can always create your own line that's true. for the November election. That's true. You always have the opportunity to ballot. So let's say, all right, just imagine a
1: debate stage, guys, where you've got Mark Paul cars, probably Chris
2: Jacobs, mm-hmm. Michael P. Mickey Kearns. And Nate McMurray. We're missing one all-star. Mayor Senator Ben Carlisle. <laughs> Mayor Senator Ben <laughs> Carlisle. The content dream, gentlemen. Right. I we've dreamed about times right. like this. And and the the diverse cast of characters that r- accurately represents Erie County. Oh wait, that that's just five white guys. Yeah. <laughs> five
1: <laughs> five insane in their own way white guys. Right. God. Here's
2: Hear my prayer, please. Yeah, <laughs> please. Right. It's, 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 things I want to happen in twenty twenty three: the the Bills win the Super Bowl, uh, the Sabers make the playoffs. Um, you know, I survive all the way through the year, uh, but most importantly, um, those six people on stage together at a Erie <laughs> County debate, Erie County Executive's <laughs> debate, at at St. Joe's for the high school students to deal with. So we laid off Nate McMurray for a while because, you know, he was a private citizen,
1: tweeter extraordinaire, you know, Nate McMurray. But we're like, okay, he's not a political guy, and eh, maybe we should dial it back. No, he threw himself right back in the ring, baby. He's a bullfighter. He's a real one. So the Nate watches will continue. Yep.
0: Well, if the county executive race uh, had anything to do with how many bicep curls you could do, mm-hmm. he'd be the winner automatically right now. How much you, how
2: much you think he squats? Oh, I don't. I, oh, I don't know if he does leg day. Yeah, uh, it, it, we can definitely get like like four Nate McMurrays in with us and still not be the thousand pound podcast. Yeah. I, <laughs> I think I think he's excited when he does
0: one forty five pound plate on each side squatting. That's my opinion. But
2: form, but form. Now that we did talk about uh, at post blizzard, you know, like pulling cars versus Byron in a fight, and how we all, we would all take pulling cars because he he still plays hockey would you if it was a physical altercation like it was you know like Ooh. game of Thrones Ooh. like i i I'll take trial by combat to, to I'll take election by combat who do you ha- you have po cars who's an active golfer and hockey player but clearly doesn't work out as much as uh Nate does on focus on his upper body but po cars does have that lower body strength I mean skating is hard yeah
0: you know i've I've done training in, in the fighting arts and uh, I would say someone who has fought before versus someone who just looks like they're tough. Mm-hmm. The guy who's fought
2: before always wins. Are you oh. going to
1: pick, so are you really in any good conscience going to not pick the guy from Lackawanna
2: to yeah, win the fight? Picking, uh, yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, that's thinking th- Polo. right. I, I think that's what we're all getting to. Is that like Polo cars? He's a scrapper. Yep. He's got that mean streak. You can tell. Yep. Yeah. He's, he's the Patrick Coletta of Buffalo's <laughs> politics.
1: I don't think, I don't think Mark Polon has killed anybody, but I also, I, I don't think he has. But also, I'm not saying he doesn't have that kind of dog in him. Right. He's got it in him. He's yeah. got it in him. Yep. But you know what else? You know, we don't have us in us anymore, guys. Uh, we, we, we got that dog in us. Right. But here in the city of Buffalo, we, we don't have that fluoride
2: in us. Right. It's, when, I thought, when I saw this story, I, the first thing I thought of is, like, all the people who are, like, losing teeth and having, like, gum disease issues for, like, the last decade, just doing the part. Like, I don't understand why. I drink plenty of milk.
1: I was just thinking this has to be like, you know, the conspiracy theorist's dream, right? To find out they stopped putting fluoride in the water. Awesome. Next thing you know, they're going to drop the JFK documents that are sealed, assassination documents. Like, this is truly a blessed day for somebody wearing a tinfoil hat out
2: there. But like, except yes. but, uh, except unless they've spent the last decade saying, like, this is why this is happening in Buffalo, because they're putting fluoride in the water to control your brain. And they're like, yeah, joke's on you. Uh, we've secretly replaced your fluoridated, fluoridated water with non fluoridated water. Like the old, like, uh, we've secretly replaced your coffee with instant coffee. The Chris Farley commercial, right? <laughs> so Wh- like, How
0: dare you? It sounds like up until a few a few years ago, right? When, when did they change it? 2017 or something like that? Yeah. They, they were using an antiquated process where a bunch of hunks that worked for the city were dumping bags of fluoride into the water. And they're like, well, we can't do this anymore. We got to switch to a liquid system. The contractor they had to um, switch the system was the same contractor that allowed the Flint, Michigan thing to happen. And they were like, well, maybe we better put the brakes on this and test it. They uh, involved U B to, to create a lab to test the implications of replacing the fluoride system. And here we are today. They're finally going to get fluoride back into the water. Mm-hmm.
2: But they weren't exactly forthcoming about the issue at the yeah, time. Yeah, that's, I think, what made most people's problem. Like, people understand, like, hey, you know what? Like The fluoride, like, it leaches lead. It gets into the water system. Had you just been opening it up front with us? You know, like, that's... This gets back to, like, my old, like, honesty is the best policy. It's also the worst defense, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, it would have been the best policy when they first did it. And now, like, it's definitely, like, they, you like, lie. Lie so much more than being like, yeah, so we, we just did this. Uh, oopsies. I mean, the, the Brown administration is is well known for their
1: openness and, you know, being, you uh, front facing with the public about what they do
2: so this is really a shocker for me frankly well and if you before you say well it's not the it's not the brown administration it's it's the water authority well uh brown's been mayor long enough that he's appointed all the people on the board and one of them currently works for him at city hall another one used to work for him at city hall now like the chair is like an actual like recognized like expert in like civil engineering and water and so like has the credentials to be uh, like the chair of the Buffalo Water Authority, um, still was appointed by the mayor. You know, still must have had some contact with the mayor in order. To, they're probably not the only person in the area who would be qualified to oversee the water authority. Uh, this one, this particular one, the, you know, Byron said, "Yes, you are doing this." Um, but you know, like, and then the final person who doesn't work on at the water authority board, the Buffalo Water Authority. Who doesn't work for City Hall or never worked for City Hall is a big time donor to Byron Brown. Mm. So, uh, Byron Brown has his hands all over this. hmm mm-hmm. His unfluoridated hands all over this.
1: You know, Buffalo, honest to God, like this this pisses me off because Buffalo used to be one of the things we could kind of hang our hat on around here was how good our drinking water was. Something I've heard my whole fucking life is hey, we're right by Lake Geary, you know. Everybody says, oh, make your jokes about Lake Erie and, and Lake Erie perch, if you will. But the water around here was always unimpeachably clean. And it was good. And it was like the highest standard that you could get of water. And now they don't
2: even fucking do the basics, dude. They don't even do the fucking basics. That, this only affects city residents.
1: Oh, is
0: that all? Oh, thank <laughs> so, God. So, 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 and there are municipalities voting to remove fluoride from their water, right. to be fair. Right. So it's not it's not that, and they're all
2: fucking morons. Yeah. Next I know. question.
1: I, yeah. Right.
2: <laughs> yes. Right. Putting fluoride yeah. in the water is like one of like the greatest like public health wins in like right. the history of doing yes. things for public health. Agreed. Short of like like, hey, maybe you shouldn't just dump your feces out your window into the street. <laughs> I still do, but you shouldn't. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So, Ugh.
1: well, let's talk about some good stuff, Jim.
2: All right. Uh. Show's over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, t- done. See you guys later. See you guys next week. Go Bills. <laughs> uh, so uh, let's talk about uh, our friends on this, at the Skajakwita and the DOT. They came up with their plans on how to uh, make the Skajakwita at grade, disconnect it from the 190 and the 198, uh, have off-ramps from both of those uh, expressways. Um, you mean the 33, not the 198, right? Yeah, off the yeah. 33. uh the, you know what I meant yep. Yep. yeah the 190 and the 33 um, and then at grade with like central medians and uh, re- basically restoring uh, restoring the Parkway version of view um, fixing Lincoln Parkway reconnecting Lincoln Parkway so that like, you can you can mm-hmm. go all the way down that sweet um, you know uh, you know it 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 looks I mean okay I mean better than kind of I was ready to give them credit for. I know a lot of you know
1: the urban planner types around here who've been advocating on behalf of this plan for years uh, feel vindicated. They should because you know they've been banging the drum about the 198 for Jesus over ten years now. Yeah, you know it's been an, a long process. It's an it's a nice it's nice to see a win.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's nice to see a win for your advocacy. It's nice to think that we could be moving into a time where you know. Our beautiful park system, Delaware Park, where you have more access to it, where it's not just dominated by cars, where you can actually connect it and have that be a space that, you know, I'm just I'm just really excited that finally we get a little bit of a win. And I hope they don't. Yeah. Weren't they talking just even like a year ago, Jim, about putting it underground? Less than a year ago, right? It was two right. I mean, months ago. We were right, talking about it. Right, right,
2: right, Rob oh. Galbraith would go I to That was the about, thirty-three. They were going to put underground. Yeah, thirty-three is what they were going to put under, put underground. But like that part, like not uh, not the entire thirty-three. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That yeah. part that like near inters- like near there where there is it intersects. part of the one ninety-eight that goes right.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, right. So there's a lot of bird brained ideas out there and it's just like, okay, well, I'm glad some kind
2: of logic and sense prevailed. So, I mean, I mean, yeah, re- replacing the 198 with like a, a accurate walkway. Can you imagine if you were able to walk from like the Japanese garden at the history museum and then like walk directly to like the like Delaware Park, like Hoyt Lake part, as opposed to be like, all right, now I either have to like go up to Elmwood and go around and like, hopefully I, the, I don't inhale too many exhaust fumes and get hit by too many cars doing this. Or play Frogger and go across four lanes of the 198 to do that. And now you'll be able to like, hey, I can just like take full use of this beautiful park that we have in the city. Imagine that. Right. Now it's a terrible plan. Scrap it. What we should do is increase the speed to unlimited on that part of the 198. And just put, like, giant bumpers like they have for bumper bowling on the edges to just keep the cars going straight down the road. We should lean into. We should have drag races. Right. I mean,
1: people basically already do. Right. So you might as well just, you know, you're not going to you're not gonna stop them. So you might as well let them go faster. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or we could do this thing. Let's race. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, your idea is cool, too. Right. Forest Lawn Cemetery. That's where you go if you, you know, if. You mess up too. If you're not so good at the drag races, you might find yourself <laughs> at uh, at the old cemetery. But also
0: a nice park to stroll through. People do that. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a beautiful scenic area.
1: Yes, all of the right. goth teenagers will go there <laughs> and pose on the gravestones. Yes, yeah. Uh, if I mean,
2: you're a Rick James fan, you can go Right, there. if you're a Rick James fan, you go to visit his gravestone. I, I've, I've been there before. There's always drugs there. I mean, so if you, if you need drugs and you're a little light on cash... If you know where Rick Jones, James Gravestone is in Forest Lawn, it's a it's a way to get drugs. You're, you're letting the listeners in on our, our secret, Jim. Well, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's not much of a secret. Like, if a kid buys enough cigarettes from me in front of Canisius, I let them know this secret, too. <laughs> that's true. That's it's my secret pi- pi- that's, buyers club. That's them leveling up. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what's
1: going on with Forest
0: Lawn? <laughs> it looks like we got some union bust in there. So it looks like then-Superintendent Joe Dispenza... And uh, Craig Wolcott, who happens just happens to be the owner of Wolcott or part owner, whatever, family operation of Wolcott Lawn and Cemetery Services, were in cahoots to gradually bring people in into the, uh, the union shop there to vote to nullify the, the union at Forest Lawn. Joe Dispenza, classic reasoning, oh, the union shop is lazy, all this other shit, but it sounds like they just hired a bunch of utes, a bunch of teens to yep. take over, and they do not know how to do dog shit, and it sucks there now. Mm-hmm. So, a bunch of, you know, I'm sure they, there are people close to retirement relying on a pension, yep. they had the good benefits, they were doing a good job, they knew the ins and outs of how to do their job there, gone. Gone. All replaced because a couple of assholes. That
2: makes, that really that infuriates me. mm mm-hmm. I, I would like, uh, you know, you, you, you joked about the, the golf kids, but it is really a gem of Buffalo, right? I mean, I mean, yeah, a lot of people who like take like nature photography seriously, forest lawn is one of the major places they, they go or to do it. I mean, it's it, in the city proper. It's probably outside of Tift, the number one place for yeah. watching nature and, and especially like, uh like deer and, and birds because like, yeah, sure. You have Delaware park, but that's full of active people I don't know, but but like the people who live it, at at uh, Forest Lawn tend to be pretty inactive, mm-hmm.
0: and and for groundskeepers, it was a destination job. Mm-hmm. You know, you work your way up to being a groundskeeper at Forest Lawn. No longer
2: the case. It's sad, mm-hmm. shame. We'll keep an eye on the situation as it develops at Forest Lawn. But speaking of uh, of jobs at Forest Lawn. Uh, Hector LaSalle looks like he's going to need a different job because the one he was promised he's not going to get. And lucky for him, a non-union job. Lucky for him, a non-union job, and so he can demonstrate his worth.
1: Yeah, Hector LaSalle ate it. Yeah, you know, I I was going to say he sucked eggs, but eggs are too expensive, so (laughs) he's not doing that. Uh, Yeah, the Senate, uh, What what what's the the committee? Judiciary. Judiciary, yeah. The ones that confirm judges, you say. The Judiciary Committee in the New York State Senate right. voted... I think it was a well, margin of one vote, right? Like, Sean Ryan was the deciding vote?
2: Uh, I mean... In a manner of speaking? In a manner of speaking, it was two ten seven, 7 Right. Um, so, two voted yes, he should be move forward. Ten said, no, nah, I don't think so. Right. And seven said, uh, yeah, but, like, we're not endorsing him. And that was all the Republicans and, like, one Democrat. Um, but Sean Ryan... You know, I guess friend of the pod, right? Uh, sure. Um, said uh, no. Uh, this the, can't can't have this. Can't this guy can't be the guy? Um, which was you know surprising, I think, to a lot of people in the area because the governor is a local, locally grown talent. Um, now, if we had now if we had elected Ed Rath
1: instead, because Sean Ryan doesn't really support literally everything that we're into, we could have elected Ed Rath. And then they could have nominated and confirmed Hector Lasalle, and that would teach the Democrats a lesson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we so we really missed out here by Sean Ryan being elected and voting no on Lasalle because Lasalle could have been voted yes, and then we could have, you know, taught the Democrats how to do things better.
0: Here's something that infuriates me. You know, Kathy Hochul gave this big speech on MLK Day about Lasalle, about how oh, it's the right thing to do. He worked so hard to get here. He came from whatever, and now he's here. Um, what about Judge Troutman? Right. Who, who's a qualified candidate? Who's would definitely be a good vote among the left, and you know crickets on that part. But
2: right. from Buffalo, right? What or I mean, or even like many of the other people that were that were right. brought forward by the judicial review and presented as potential candidates, like, oh yeah, well he worked really hard. Is basically her the implication there is all the rest of them easy fucking street. That's right. You know, uh I mean like so fuck that. Team yeah. Jeffries came up and went to bat
1: for this for some reason. Yes, so a, a lot of <laughs> a lot of your like mainstream uh you might say corporate Clintonite, whatever Democrats have sort of weighed in on this. I mean so Jeffries was one that was supporting Hokel with this. But there's a lot of other Democrats, at least in like the pundit class, mm-hmm. who are like, Kathy Hokel, this is ridiculous. Like right. you have you, you are dying on this hill for no reason. Mm-hmm. LaSalle is a terrible pick that is literally against every um, policy goal that you would want as a
2: Democrat, and she still pushed it and got owned. Right. Got, got owned to the point where the chair of the Senate Judiciary Committee said not only is he no good, but anybody who's ever run for judge with a conservative line will not pass through this committee. Which is huge. Right. Game changer. Yeah. I mean, because judges tend to be crossing doors. And they tend to to make it easy. Just take every line, and so if they that means if they ever had taken the conservative line, he's telling them no. That I mean, what he's saying is that like your your next chief justice of the court of appeals is going to be like somebody who was like a public adv- public advocate until recently. Like they're like we're not like I'm not saying that this person has to be a, a left Kathy Hochul. I'm saying this person has to be fucking giant like hundred forty five point font. Left, not, not only that. Really, what it's saying is, Kathy Hochul, you're not getting any judges through. Well, no, no, Kathy, you're getting judges through the ones we want. You don't get to pick the judges. We get to pick the judges. Right. That's what I mean. They're they're, they're going around like like uh, just in case you were wondering, like, look at me, I'm the governor now. Well, and we talked about this
1: during the election, right? Like, what would be the implications here for Kathy Hochul, even having you know a little bit of a stumble? Like, how would she be perceived? So, yes, she did want the. The election for governor in the state of New York as a Democrat. Okay, should be a slam dunk, except it wasn't. And we're finding out more and more. One, now we know that she exhausted pretty much all her money to be Lee Zeldin. We thought she ha- was going to have a bunch of money she left on the table. She didn't, meaning she had to spend millions upon millions of dollars to get a not so impressive victory over Lee Zeldin, frankly. Mm-hmm. She's weak. They smell the blood in the water and she's getting torn apart. We're seeing it now. Kathy Hochul, meanwhile, acting like she has some kind of position of strength, severely misevaluating who she is in this game. Mm-hmm. She does not know she very little strength. I mean, it might be a power play to try to um, affirm her position.
2: It didn't work. Right? Yeah. It, I mean, it, she's trying to bluff, but the other people have the have the nuts. Everybody's playing with their cards up, right? Certainly, Kathy Hochul is. So
1: it's ridiculous that she tried to make this move. Again, whether or not it's something where she hadn't been an executive. You know, she's a, a congresswoman. Um, she was a, a lieutenant governor, obviously, but in the Andrew Cuomo administration, I mean, all that meant for her was that she was going to fundraisers and helping out Cuomo. Right, right. She
2: wasn't doing much of the executive work. That, that Cuomo is such a control freak. Right, and prior to that, her main like executive position was county clerk here in Erie County. And I don't know, like... I don't want Mickey becoming fucking governor anytime soon. So I, I don't know that I trust that, that that was a great learning experience. Yeah, it's going to
1: end. It's going to end very poorly for Kathy Hochul if she wants to continue to, you know, be intransigent, just, you know, f- stick in the mud on this. Um, she's going to lose. She's going to lose hard. And the Senate, the, Dem- the the New York State Senate Dems, are going to continue to flex
2: their muscle and get what they want. Right. Well, and, and that's why, like, Sean Ryan already, like, telling her, to pound salt this early is remarkable. Like it'd be one thing if like two years and like, she's just been totally dis- like disgraced or like uh, humiliated for like a local state Senator to say, you know what? I, I don't need you anymore, but the Sean Ryan and Tim Kennedy are both in a, a fairly unique circumstance where like even as big as the Ed Ray wrath race was last time, Sean, basically he was able to handle it with all of his own funding. He didn't need to go to Albany to get it. And then we know that Tim Kennedy's got more money than God, right? He's basically like the, the Catholic Church, except, you know, uh, maybe a little bit more respected by the Irish. Um, but the, now it's, it's going to be tougher for anybody from the State Assembly to, to publicly disown something that Hochul's doing because most of the local delegation for the State Assembly, with the exception of probably Crystal Peoples, who didn't even have a race last time, they rely on Albany coming in and saving them and giving them a bunch of money, so the rest of the Democratic delegation um I mean, look John Rivera can probably do what he wants because that district is just so heavily democrat uh, and i you know I think he's in a pretty good spot where he's done a lot of good work and he's been you know a good advocate for the people he's focused on constituent services he's out there, he's doing a lot of stuff, he probably wins a primary pretty. Pretty easily for most pe- against most people, um, definitely wins a general election, no problem. And he's trying to do some fundraising. He's trying to actually build up a, a war chest. Um, but other members of the delegation, look, uh, without Dac coming in and saving them, aren't members of the assembly anymore. Well, and the thing is, like Cuomo was able
1: to exercise so much power because they needed him. Like they hated him. They hated him and his downfall. Everybody was preying on his downfall, but they weren't actively trying to bring it about because they needed Cuomo so bad. What Hokel is finding out is Kathy, we don't need you as much as we needed the last guy. Mm -hmm. And that's a scary proposition because look, she got that Lieutenant governor spot as a way for Cuomo to solidify, um, you know, or not solidify, but at least kind of cut into the upstate you know at least to to appease upstate western new york buffalo whatever democrats she does not have while she does seem to have corporate relationships that you know you would want from the governor um she can be replaced
2: right very Uh, easily uh, yeah the corporate the corporate can just find another person who will take their money i mean it's not like she's like some skilled uh operator here who
1: is you know Uniquely adept mm-hmm. at you know pushing for corporate interests. She can be replaced. She doesn't have ties downstate at all. um She's looking very much like the caricature of Buffalo people as a fucking country bumpkin mm-hmm. to everybody in New York City and in downstate. So I I don't. This doesn't end well. And it's it's a damn shame that again I never dismiss people when they say sexism could be involved with any uh, you know. Woman politician, no less the governor, the first governor, uh, first woman governor of New York. I'm never going to take that away. But I'm just going to say it's a damn shame that, God, Kathy Hochul is like, this is how it could end for her, in large part self inflicted. Right. Yeah. She played herself. Congratulations, Kathy. You played yourself. Right. With Let's Go Pills, I wanted to make a beer that was similar to the beers I grew up drinking in, in the tailgate. And I wanted a clear American lager that was crisp and, and just really sharp. It it takes the classic American lager, and we we showcase craft ingredients made by locals, made by fans, uh, to be shared by fans. Bring community to all that you do, and good things happen. We got a little controversy, guys. Mm -hmm. You know, the political stuff, controversial, but you kind of snooze on it. But we like the juicy stuff. We like the juicy local. We like... Jim, we like to sip on the tea.
2: Give me that rumor mill. You know, like hamsters, like getting like in the little wheel. I love the rumor mill. I just, I'm like, it's my hamster wheel. I love hot it. Hot
1: goss, we love it. Yeah, we love the hot goss. and the the latest hot gas around here. Do you guys remember bike or bar? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you could you could do one or the other, right? You couldn't do for some reason. You couldn't do both. Right. You could bike or bar, and.
2: They suffered what, is that a fire, right? Yeah, there was a fire. They, uh, it was a, I th- was it was last year. I, yeah. I, I forget the time. Last timeline. year or maybe the year before at this point. Might have been 2021 at this point, but I think it was 2022. So I found out the etymology on the bike or bar because it made no fucking
1: sense to me until I realized they're supposed to be both do bike like spin classes and bar, um, bar, bar, a, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. B-A-R-R-E, bar yeah. classes. But that never panned out, the bar part. So they were just, Bikes, mm-hmm. but they retain the name Bike or Bar. Not uh, anymore. Not anymore. No, the fire happened. They closed. There was a GoFundMe where you know they pleaded and they said, "Hey, we want to reopen this." You know, we're and 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 that, and that place was actually pretty beloved. I mm-hmm. think you know. Uh, I, I know they were geared more towards women's fitness. I know you know they were an institution in the area. A lot of women that I knew at least tried out a class at the Biker right. Bar. You know, they had a
2: constituency enough to raise something to the tune of 19, $20,000 in their yeah, GoFundMe. Yeah, something like nineteen, no, somewhere between nineteen and $20,000, I think. They raised off their GoFundMe. Uh, and yeah, like, yeah they, these uh, spin places, uh, if people like them, tend to be kind of cultish. Right. Uh, and so, yeah, so they raised like 19 dollars $20,000. And, $20, 000, and uh, they did what they said they were going to do. They did rebuild in Tampa as a place called Rocket. And they only got caught because they didn't change the name on their social media accounts. Ooh, it was like Rocket Tampa, Florida, uh, like a cycling bar, and then their Twitter handle was at Bike or Bar.
1: Now, how do we feel about this? I mean, you you gave money to the Bike or Bar. You didn't you didn't tell them they had to. Well, maybe they were giving them money so they'd get out of
2: town. You didn't how many tell people them, were you know.
1: You didn't tell them anything. how they had to use it necessarily. Just right. the, you just given the You felt bad. Yeah, you're helping out the bike or bar,
2: right? I mean, I mean, I, I assume that like they, they probably were guided by uh, legal counsel from Senator Mayor Ben Carlisle, who also famously has moved from Buffalo to Florida.
0: It's it does smell of fraud a little bit, but I'm not sure it's legally fraud,
2: right? Well, it's the thing is, like you know, they they didn't ask you to give them a loan so they could rebuild in Buffalo. They asked you just give us money, and. You maybe you fell for it. I mean, it's it's kind of like the people who are like something we should think about, right? Doing, well, honestly, some, some, get like, into scams, frauds, right? Like, what well, absolutely, the, like the people who uh, gave all that money to people who are going to build the wall because Congress wouldn't. All right. I, I, I speaking of like <laughs> grifting, like I wanted to, like get dummies. Like as soon as Joe Biden was elected, I was like, I'm going to start a GoFundMe for impeaching Joe Biden and just take all the money and just like live like a king off of it. And just like occasionally be like, yeah, 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 impeach him, and like, and then like walk away, and like that's, that's all I would do, and then just let the, the checks roll in.
0: You probably have to take a few trips to Washington D.C. to make it look good. Yeah, but go to a
2: go to a Caps game. Yeah, right. You know, maybe check out the Commanders play. Sure, oh, yeah, I course. think it counts. Right. Um. You know. Yeah. And uh. You know. A case- like. You know. Once every like like eight months, be on Tucker and be like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, uh, we still need your money. Uh, we're working really hard. Um, you know, it's we're 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 trying we're 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 trying to get the the the, the good word out there uh, on on why Joe Biden shouldn't be impeached. Well, Jim, you know, ten years ago we had Bob Hope, Steve Jobs, and bike or bar, and
1: now we have no hope, no jobs, no bike or bar. <laughs> so you know, please don't die, Kevin Bacon. Right. Um,
2: <laughs> I can't I can't believe you went with like Norm Macdonald, Bob Sag at the delivery of jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of jokes. Speak, yeah, speaking of jokes. The uh the, the county plows got their names. Uh I have a couple of the names that like are officially names now. Uh the, my three favorite are uh Alice Scooper. Mhm. Uh Snowby Wan Kenobi. Oh, that's a good one. And Plowie McPlowface.
0: Yeah, that's always somehow in there, isn't right, it? Right,
2: that that I mean that's yeah. something like that is going to always be in there. It was like the top vote getter, too. Uh Alice Cooper, I think, is actually pretty clever. That's a good one. Uh, th- uh there's also uh I think Stefan Digs You Out. Yeah, I like that.
1: I so, like that. I'm gonna I'm gonna read some some of my favorites that did not uh did not make it. So I think what they had four four that they uh, there, there's a there's a whole bunch that like didn't get right didn't get it. All right, so some of these I, I Lord Coldemort. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about that. No, I don't like it. I don't like it. All right. Austin Powers. Okay. Now, that's, that's pretty good. Pretty
2: good. I mean, it's a big The
1: big. I, the oh,
2: big uh, I love that one. I, I love the big Laplowski. Austin Powers is like, those movies are certainly dated already. The Austin Powers movies.
0: A little bit, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I would say, mm-hmm. yeah.
2: So, you know, like... I don't know that a lot of people are like, oh, right, now that you're my child is finally 12, let's sit down and watch Austin Powers, the Spy Who Shagged Me. What do you think held up better, Austin Powers or Wayne's World
0: franchise? Wayne's World. Dude, yeah, I think Aust- so, too.
1: Austin Powers is really fucking funny. It is. Have you guys watched Austin Powers recently? Not recently. <laughs> I, I encourage you to do so. It's funnier than you might, at least the All first right. one. All right. It's funnier than you might remember. All right. Adrian's a big Austin Powers person, mm-hmm. so I might be a little biased, but I, I, and I watched that in theater with my dad when I was like, 10 years old or whatever yeah. i shouldn't have right
2: it wasn't good he didn't know he had no idea what he was taking me to but we did i was like six when i saw the original ghostbusters in the theater mm. and uh you know it it's a funny movie unless you're six at which at which it's just fucking terrifying and like <laughs> my cousins just thought it was hilarious how like scared i was at this comedy mm-hmm.
1: perry the plautopus that's one that got that's a little. That's a little younger than us. You yeah, know, but yeah, I,
2: I, I, like I, I, I I like that one. Perry the
1: Platypus. Perry yeah, the Platypus. I like okay it too. With it. Phony Zamboni. That was one. That won. Boo. Nope. Boo. That's that's fucking mid. That's so. Yeah. Yeah. Burrito. No. Nope. This. I feel like that's Sucks. a It's rig, a rigged vote. That's terrible. Bur, burrito. And we missed out on. We missed out on. Uh, Betty Whiteout.
0: Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs>
1: A little better than mid. Han right. Snolo? Yeah. Uh, I, Han, I I hate Star Wars shit. So that's me. Hmm? Hippoplautimus. Oh, that's pretty. That's pretty bad. Yeah. Goo, goo, goo goo plow. What the? That's f- terrible. What the shit?
2: You got a fucking. That made me sick to my stomach. Here, yeah, that's trash. Words ah. Goo goo plow. Trash. You know what, that just because of that I'm gonna vote for Nate McMurray. Yeah, that's it. Yep. That's it.
1: Get you out of here, Polo. Well, Jim, you know again, we are not the sports podcast, but culturally significant event culturally significant event. Uh, we are, of course talking about one former Buffalo Sabres goaltender who did not win a Stanley Cup. Um, he did a lot of other things, Gary Cheevers Gary Cheevers <laughs> <laughs>
2: No, Jim. Oh, Darren Poopa.
1: Mark (laughs) Chuck. Try again.
2: (laughs) Darcy Walkaluck.
1: Get out of (laughs) here. Steve Shields, the amazing Steve Shields. leave the Snake.
2: There's a goaltender.
1: Now, we're talking about that guy, Ryan Miller. Right. Ryan Miller. Guy's name Ryan for the win. Yep. Snake Miller. That's right. For for the win, except when they didn't. You know what's funny? All right, listen, not to get too much in the weeds on sports. All right, I appreciate, and I liked Ryan Miller. I'm gonna preface this by saying I liked Ryan Miller, but I remember just like the Goathead jerseys, this nostalgia captures you people. Not me. I'm a beautiful genius, but this nostalgia shit, it it hooks people in, and their dopamine receptors. They just forget all the critical thinking that they had about something. And it's just like just taps into something in their brains. Where all critical analysis is gone. The Goatheads. People hate the Goatheads. They just. Dis- they despise the goat heads. There was so much outroar when those came out and how they look terrible. Next thing you know, bet my bankroll on it, the slug is going to come back. No, the slug's never coming back. Yes, it is. Everybody hates the slug, bullshit, man. Bullshit. Bullshit. Nope. The slug is going to come back because a younger generation is going to remember the first time they watched Sabres but and they were wearing the slug. There's no
0: good association with the slug. Nope. It's coming back. I promise you. They didn't do a run for the
1: Stanley Cup with the slug. I promise you the slug. Th- it was a precursor to the drought years. No, the slug is coming back. The slug sucks. The people were, it'll start ironically, just like the goathead head shit. Never. And the slug is coming back. Nope. Now this Ryan Miller shit, we love Ryan Miller, except we didn't. He was a head case. He often had, I mean, he had nights where he played out of his fucking mind. The other times it seemed like he was just lost in space. It, 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 uh, people, I, people I, loved. Yeah, everyone I, I, I know loved. Yeah, him. yeah
2: I, I you, I. Maybe that was your feeling, Re. But like growing up, at like, at like with a bunch of hockey fans, and you are somebody who admittedly hoot says that like you've always like you you want the Sabers to win, but like you're not a big Sabers fan. I
1: was a big Sabers fan then. Right. No,
2: this is the uh, plot twist. Uh, I was a huge Sabers fan until a right. tank. I don't know anybody. Who back then felt that way that you're describing right now. They Ryan Miller was like it was the continuation of we have one good player on our team. Except like that time we actually had a couple of good players, but like we were just so used to having Dominic Hasek be the only good player on the team. And then and who was also a head case. Remember, he he strangled Jim Kelly, the writer. That's that was awesome. <laughs> right? That but Ryan Miller, we, like we just assumed all goaltenders were headcases with the exception of like Marty Barad, right. who's just like a weirdo. Yeah. Right. So, we, like, we had no problem with him being a head case. Like, 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 when Milan Lucic ran Ryan Miller, it was like a national day of mourning among, like, hockey fans. Like, I, I don't, like, I, I, I hear what you're saying. I just, you like, you're like, I think you're, you've got like, like, the reverse of whatever rose colored glasses is because, like, I don't remember anybody, like, you're making it sound like people are like, Ryan Miller sucks and we should get a better goaltender. There was some goalie controversy between him and Baron. No, there yes. was yeah oh yeah. Was, yeah yeah there was when there Ryan was. when when Ryan Miller was like nineteen and Brown was like twenty
1: six. I'm just saying like but, uh, my 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 point. Listen, I'm not trying to go too far afield in the sports stuff here. I'm I'm happy. I'm happy that we had Ryan Miller night. I'm happy we honored him. I at the end of the day, it's a wash. Sports are for fun and mm-hmm. enjoyment, and I think more sports hate is better than more real do life. You, hate. Do you not remember his
0: stint in the Olympics?
1: I do. It was I was great. I was a what I'm trying to tell you is. I remember there being a little bit more animus at time at times to Ryan Miller than what we account for now.
0: We all know that Sabres fans, if you are on Sabres Twitter, they're mercurial,
2: right? But, but well, I mean, and, that's and, not everyone, right? And, and like, you know, Miller had a very difficult job. He was following up Dominic Hasek, maybe the greatest goaltender of all time, yes. And so, like, where people like people were mad that, like, yes, he wasn't as good as Dominic Hasek, but people were very like, he's still like he was. While, like, during his peak, he was the best and number one American hockey player in the world during his, like, six-year peak. Absolutely. And and, he- and people here recognize that. I mean, like, people still, to this day, not even on Ryan Miller night, but on other nights. I went to uh, the Avs game earlier this year, and... There was a ton of people wearing Ryan Miller jerseys still to this day. It was definitely the the number one jersey that I, I saw at Sabres games of people who weren't currently playing on the Sabres was Ryan Miller still to this day. I'm just telling you, man, I I'm telling, yeah, I understand that, especially
1: towards a, the end of his, especially towards the end of his tenure here in Buffalo as well. And again, you know, well, that, that was just a bunch of shit. Oh, right at that time. OK, but it was a bunch of shit that part of it was
2: directed at Ryan Miller. Listen, well I I can't I can't wait for it, at, like by the end of Josh Allen's career, you'll say the same. You, you can say the same stuff about Josh Allen, and then when he finally like retires, and they retire his jersey or whatever goddamn shit they do with him, people are gonna be like, Josh Allen was great. We loved him. He was a giant puppy dog. They're gonna forget that people are like, he threw like seventeen fucking interceptions in the red zone one year, and we all hated it. I will say that. I will say that.
1: Then <laughs> I absolutely fucking will say that. Then about how people hated Josh Allen and they wanted them to pick Josh Rosen. And the first like two years of his career, it looked like they should have done that, even though Josh inflamed out but but what I'm saying is like it's awesome. I I'm, I'm happy that stuff is in the past and I'm happy that it's it's gone and forgotten. Again I'm slightly amazed that it all the warmth, the warm glow of nostalgia and all the good stuff that
2: he did. Ended up being what we remembered and, and carried with us, and he deserves it. You know, well, he really. Yeah, you know, it's, I mean, I'm. I'm. I'd rather we we remember like the, the good feelings we had towards him, like with, like we do with Hashik, who there was a lot of criticism with Hasek. Right. He was supposed to be like a savior when he first got here, and he and he didn't even start for the first year and a half. It wasn't until Fure got hurt that Hashik even took over. Uh, there's a lot of people who like we just remember the negative things, right? Scott Norwood is a good example of that. Yes. Right. Scott Norwood led the NFL in scoring for like three consecutive years right and all we remember is that he missed one field goal
1: right or even the pain that we associate with nothing to do with them it's just the sabers organization being so trash but you know when drury and briere walked right um it, it's hard to uh disassociate the painful feelings that we felt to to remember like all the good it's it just twinged with sadness and i guess ryan miller's career you know there are so many times he came so close he, he probably should have won a stanley cup through no fault of his own really um if fucking jeff Gilson didn't have to start at defense against the panthers like mm-hmm. oh my god um just with ahl defensemen out there but i guess my point is i you know i'm happy to see that warm feeling i i, I, I as a hater as a self-described hater and loser sometimes you mean the hurricanes, the hurricanes yeah, i'm yeah, sorry yeah like the Panthers, I mean, Panthers. Right. True. I, I thought Carolina. Yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. Right. was uh-huh. thing in the NFL. Yep. Right. But but happy for Ryan Miller. Congratulations to Ryan Miller. I, he's somebody who deserves to have his number, uh, you know, raised in the rafters. Yeah. Not saying that at all. So good on him. Yep. But you know, Jim, uh, as we as we celebrate one cultural institution here uh, in Buffalo, we lose another one.
2: Yeah. I mean that, that is true. Uh speaking of rafters being raised, in this case they'll be lowered. Um, to the ground, all the way to the ground. Uh, Regal, shutting shutting down uh, like 38 locations nationwide, including two in the Buffalo area. Uh, the Elmwood location, which is probably the last place I saw a movie. That's my go-to. Yeah, that's my go-to as well. And, and then the Lancaster Transit Road location, which is also the area's only IMAX theater.
0: Yep. Williamsville, technically.
2: Well, Williamsville zip code, town yeah. of Lancaster, yeah, I gotcha. town. Okay. Uh, it's yeah, it's one four two two one zip code, um, but it, the, it but they're paying town of Lancaster taxes there. Gotcha. Because it's also uh, as of right now, if you go to like the town of Lancaster Wikipedia, the tallest building in the town of Lancaster oh. is that IMAX theater. Yeah. Wow. So when yeah. it when it's a cool fact. When it when it goes down when they, if it if if they tear it down, well, they're not going to tear it
0: down. Those are busy theaters. Someone someone else is going to AMC or Dibson will take it over. I have to believe
2: that. I hope. Well, that's, I. Anecdotally, like I was, I go, to, I go to the Elmwood Regal all the time, and it's the, always packed there. The Elmwood one, yes. Lately. But the, the, a, anecdotally, the the Lancaster one, I've seen, um, and when I've driven past, not as busy. Really, yeah.
0: So I haven't I haven't gone there since I worked out that way in ten years, and it was
2: pretty packed then, being right? An
0: IMAX theater and all that,
2: right? But the, like lately, I don't know. I, I mean, I I also wonder, like you know, with the exception of like Avatar coming out, Avatar forty or whatever, whichever one they're on. <laughs> um, We've moved away from, like, a lot of, like, the big blockbuster movies the last couple of years because of COVID yeah. um, to show in the IMAX theater. Like, the stuff that you want to see in the IMAX. Like, you know, I saw The Dark Knight at, like, the IMAX yeah, theater. me too. Same, same. Me too. You know, like, all right, that was cooler than hell. You know, but I don't know.
1: I, I think the last big movie that they tried to push that wasn't, like, a franchise, like an Avengers or Star Wars... Um, with the IMAX, IMAX experience I think it was Tenet mm. And that didn't really deliver Even yeah. though they had a big name director tied to it yep. um, It just did not have The cultural cachet that they were looking for um, I don't know I mean I, As somebody I'm a, I'm a huge movie fan I love movies I could talk about them all day um,
0: I don't want the theaters to go away I, th- I think it would be a loss
1: No I know I mean Listen, I'm I'm just a Luddite. I don't know. No, but there's a lot of, listen, there's a lot of crap movies that's probably not sustainable. Mm -hmm. You know, like there's a lot of movies. I was talking about this um, friend of the pod, Ryan Crowley last night, actually, about um, the death of the sort of premier comedy. Mm -hmm. Right. Because we're talking about Stripes. Yeah. is how we started on this conversation. You really don't make comedies for theaters anymore. They don't make like leading man or leading woman comedy vehicles anymore yeah. mm-hmm. that are like actually well done. And even though say what you will about the Judd Apatow formula for that, um, you don't get that kind of, there's a prestige associated knowing like a Judd Apatow or the Fairley brothers. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't really have that any longer cause they just don't move the needle as you know, for that medium and for sales anymore. um, and I think like... What is it? Chicken or the
0: egg, right? Does, does no one go because they suck now or do they, do they suck because no one goes?
1: Right. And I don't know the answer to that right. but just stuff like that. I mean, I, again, I I have fond experiences and some movies like The Dark Knight, seeing an IMAX, just fucking cool. Like You're right. never going to see this in a movie yeah, theater yeah. ever again. But some of my favorite movie memories are stuff like seeing Superbad in the theater. Mm. One of the goddamn funniest movies I've ever seen uh, still think to this day and just like you know, wondering, man, we don't even get like like that. That would be something that's straight to HBO Max at this point yeah. mm-hmm. um, or uh, not made.
2: I, 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 I remember actually the last movie I saw in the theater was at the Regal on Transit because I saw the Bob's Burgers movies last year oh, when it came out. Yeah. Oh, nice. Some lucky ducks get all the luck.
1: <laughs> so I'm hoping, you know, we're hoping we love movie magic around here. I'm hoping
0: they, they get resurrected because they open at AMC downtown and that yep. seems to be kicking. Yep. You just got to add booze, right? And I think people will come, make right, it a night yeah. out. But how add weed now. <laughs> yeah. And edibles, sell yeah. edibles
1: and right, watch a movie. There we right. go. Yep. So we're, we're, we still believe in movie magic, but pour one out for, for the Regal locations. Yep. So uh, that all being said.
2: One uh, one more thing. We missed Eve Shippens yeah. announcing oh, for North.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: Eve Shippens has announced that she's running a, a primary against Joe Golombach for North Comic Council. Um, she has her first fundraiser coming up this week. It'll be, it'll pass by the time this show announces, but it's, it's on Tuesday. Um, uh, it's rescheduled. It was supposed to happen, uh, like the Tuesday after the blizzard. Um, so, uh, but she's out there raising money. Um, you know, we'll, we'll talk more about this campaign in the future, but we'll talk a uh, lot more about this one. I'm it, sure. Yeah. It's, it's, it, you know, this is as Joe Biden would say, this is a big fucking deal
1: bfd indeed so till next time thanks for joining us here at the square again follow us on social media if you don't already we're at the square podcast on twitter um you can join our discord of course you can join our discord you can be hip to all the stuff that's going on it's better than twitter twitter you know you see stuff but you also your, your twitter feed now it sucks Elon musk he jacked it up on you okay it's terrible Join our Discord. It's really gone downhill. Yeah. To get the real, real in real time. And give us money on Patreon because money, just like you know the scams that we're talking about, Jim, if, if you want Joe Biden to build the wall or whatever they were mad about, they gave money. Mm-hmm. So give it to us. If you want us to build the wall or you just like us, you just really, really like us and want to show your appreciation, give money on our Patreon. Uh, anything else we're missing here, Snake? That's it.